0: hey it's time to crank up the truth i'm val selby and over the decades of working online i've learned a most important lesson mindset owns your business If procrastination, imposter syndrome, and a lack of focus have been blocking your biz, then I'm here with Balfour Volume, ready to help you see choices that you're making. Get ready to own your personality and use your expertise to create the business of your dreams. Now is the time to make changes and live your best life. So let's get to it. Hello, hello. I'm so glad that you are here to listen to me yap at you for another week. And I've got a friend in Jennifer and <laughs> we had to pause our conversation because we're both a little ranty. So I know yeah, how you, you guys say it for your podcast. Yeah, I love, I know y'all love when I get ranty. So, so I brought a friend to be ranty with today. So I've got my mighty pal, Jennifer Burke here from Mighty Marketing Mojo. And we're going to talk email and who knows what else, but we're definitely going to start with the email because that's what we're both a little ranty about, right? Yeah. Thanks, Jennifer. Absolutely. Thank you, Val. Yeah. Both of us, it's it,
1: it's the quickest soapbox you can probably get me up onto <laughs> is is email. I was taught, oh. you know, once I was taught the powers of email marketing, I want to bring everybody in with me Yeah, and talk about it. And then there are certain parts about email marketing for businesses of all types that then both of us a little, uh, yep. boxy and, and yep. ranty and that's okay. Battles <laughs> taught me to be bolder and to just say my piece.
0: Yeah. And especially when we're only talking truth, I mean, it's like we've witnessed this, we've done so much of the yes. stupid bullshit. And it's like, okay, this is why we are sorry that we didn't get on board with some things previously, which I know I was just telling you some of the stuff about cleaning my list and, For everybody, if you're on my list, you already know that I've been like in an obsessed, obsessed mode of cleaning my list and it's gorgeous and beautiful and I love it. (laughs) (laughs) And that's how we start going down the rant train. (laughs) Yeah, because
1: both of us are talking that there are definite mindset issues around like why did it take me so long to put in place the tech bits to make this happen? And it's like I know Val and I have had this conversation. It's like, and so she got ahead of me and started you know, dusting and mopping out the corners to sparkle her list up. But for each of us, there were these just stuff in our head about, we'll do it this way. or you going to do this way? Or, you know, perfectionism yeah. or what, but, but what happens It blah, 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 blah.
0: Yeah. Well, and one of the biggest ones for me was that I was in such a, List building mode. I was numbers, 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 numbers because I wanted to be in certain giveaways and certain events, and you had to have a list of five thousand. So I would just like go into everything, and uh, ah, uh, yeah, what good is that? I have five thousand. So I don't right now. I, I never did hit the five thousand, but that was my goal is five thousand, and I would have had five thousand people on there that I'm paying for that aren't doing anything.
1: Right. Here's a great. They don't even somebody. like me. A great quote, and it's at the top of some of my notes that say, "Numbers don't matter; results do." Mm-hmm. It is truly not about list size, and I also like to talk community, not list. But you know, yeah. we're talking techie bits here, so we mean we mean list. Yeah, but we all get focused in our heads because of you know being in the in crowd, or being in this event, or that event, or podcast, or or partnerships, or JV things, and and they put your value at your list size and I'm like wait a minute this is like telling me my value as a human is tied to you know what size Mm -hmm. my waist size is right yeah and so we go after those numbers like Val said both of us have chased after events and it wasn't the right fit it's about quality not quantity folks Mm -hmm. and very few people I feel like want to be honest with that truth Mm -hmm. of those numbers are ever going to be your truly most active readers your loyal clickers, the people who are buying, the ones who are truly your ideal people. And if you just have this massive, massive amount, well, I guess you're gonna finally win the numbers game, but you're gonna have a whole lot of people you're carrying around and that you're paying for mm-hmm. that aren't your people. Mm-hmm. Why, why Why are we, why have we bought into that?
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and I know it's it's kind of, like you said, it's it's a status symbol. It's okay. The events that are bigger, they do tend to start at 5,000 and, but it doesn't take into consideration the quality of their list. I could build, I could have easily hit the 5,000 mark. Absolutely could have hit the 5,000 mark, but having gone through my list so in depth, I mean, pulling every contact up, I've gone through, I think at this point I've gone through 1400 contacts and I've clicked on every single one of them, except for people like you, because I know. <laughs> 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 I'm not clicking on my obvious people that I know are reading my emails, or if they aren't, I don't want to know kind of thing. <laughs> you
1: know? Val doesn't want to know that I don't read every email. This is exactly,
0: yeah, because we talk too. But I'm looking at them and, and I can, there's two events that I was in that were giant list builders. And those are the two events that I clicked almost every single one of them into my re-engagement series immediately. Because in the last two years, they probably haven't opened anything, you know. And it's like, I, ex- what good was, was that? that.
1: <laughs> exactly. What good is it? You know, and it's not helping the people either. Because happens from the techie side of things is we send emails out and we put our hearts and soul in like Val, Val does. I know that. <laughs> she's she's a bigger truth teller and story teller emails. <laughs> even than, than I am. <laughs> and there are people out there who have joined her list at some point who want that, yeah. but they're not getting it because there's too many other people who weren't the right fit, and so they're ignoring. They haven't bothered on subscribing, mm-hmm. but they're just trashing the emails.
0: Yeah. Well,
1: folks, that helps something called deliverability. Yep. It's telling Google and Yahoo and Outlook that maybe you're an iffy kind of content person and people aren't paying attention to you so all of a sudden those providers start putting you in promos and maybe not into spam but they're definitely not necessary you know they might Mm -hmm. all because and this is we're talking about the inbox of somebody who actually wants to hear from you yeah they're missing your message and they're missing the ways that you can help them because of the mm, i wish i could figure out a way to say this dead weight Yeah, we're carrying people who were maybe excited about that thing in that bundle. Maybe they're just excited and they click everything in the bundle because they don't know what they need, they don't know what they want, they've got FOMO, so they grab all of it. Mm -hmm. And then let's face it, life happens and they don't have the time to go back and sort out what they really wanted to keep. Yeah. So, you know, delete.
0: And deliverability was definitely a big reason why I def- I wanted to jump into it and clean it. Well, besides the money, money aspect, I really didn't I really don't want to pay six hundred dollars here in a couple of weeks with it <laughs> extra yeah. for those people that aren't opening. But deliverability
1: I mean, yes, deliverability. And that's the one I'm kicking myself over the most because I know from having been in events and giveaways where that seemed like real, honestly, they were really good fits. I've, I've skipped out on a lot of opportunities because I'm pretty sure it's not necessarily a great fit or I'm not paying to be in an event that might not be a good fit, Mm -hmm. you know, but I'm looking at my numbers going, Oh, I know my opens are down and it's not just, let's face it, folks. If you ever want to watch one of my videos or I can explain you to the techie side of like what's an open and what actually counts as an open and it's, Probably not what you think it is, and it's a really crap measurement, honestly, of engagement for for email and things that providers and stuff like Apple have done that make it even harder to tell what's actually going on. But we get stuck in our heads and we're looking at that number. It's kind of a proxy because it is showing how are we doing and are we getting into people's Mm -hmm. inboxes? And I know my number's been not where I want it to be. Yeah. Yeah. And then why haven't I done anything about it till now? I know how to do this and to fix yeah. this. So why didn't I? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and like Valerie and are both looking there at, you is, know, there's dollar signs that, yeah. Yes. Uh,
0: that was my push was the dollar signs, but there, there is one reason why I am a little bit glad. And that's just because what was it a year ago? Cause so both of us, Jennifer and I both use active campaign right now. And I right know now
1: is the key term. here.
0: Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I know quite a few people might be, might be moving on soon, but, one of the things was, didn't Active Campaign only bring in the Apple Apple well, opens like a year know, ago? How they,
1: they, well, how they treated the Apple, for those who don't know, Privacy. basically, Apple's basically saying, hey, looks like everybody's opening every single email. And you're like, what? no, different email marketing services have treated Apple's change on, on passing through metrics like open rates differently. Mm-hmm. Active Campaign had basically Taken all of those numbers out of the mix, yeah, they weren't counting anything from Apple. They didn't say think that you know, which meant all of a sudden, you know, your open rates. Oh, well,
0: they, they yeah, they just dove to the dove, ground.
1: Whereas mm-hmm. I was seeing and hearing conversations from people in FlowDesk or ConvertKit or mailer MailerLite who were like, "Wait, my open rates are super high," and mm-hmm. so every email software is marketing software is is kind of been handling this whole issue differently they they still are active campaign now lets you basically sort of see here's what we think are your apple open rates here's what we think your overall open rate is and Mm -hmm. hey by the way take us all with a grain of salt Mm -hmm. what this means from a technical point is like what val and i are each doing in terms of spring cleaning for our email communities to make sure that people get our messages is we maybe have to implement some different things than what Mm -hmm. used to work say Five years ago, or yeah. even three years ago, mm-hmm. and it's going to be a little messy. And for each of us who like had that number in our head, where we're like, "Must build list, must build list, must get more people on," that this notion that I'm going to possibly be be cleaning people out who actually are opening my emails because mm-hmm. I just don't know, right, is one of those. I think it's one of those things that's holding a lot of us back, and we're yeah. going to have to go. Oh, gosh I hope not. Cross my fingers, and if you really love me, you'll come back
0: the right people will come back. If they're yes. meant to be there and they're meant to be buyers and they're meant to be true community members, they will find you again and they will come back. Cause they're probably on social media with you somewhere or in your group somewhere at the same time. I know. So that was one reason why I was like, <laughs> yeah, I was, that was one reason why I was glad that I didn't do it. Previously, as trying to find a positive to all of this, since I obviously spent an extra six hundred dollars last year that I didn't need to, <laughs> trying to dig for a positive. But the other thing, for definitely for all of my emails, I'm really working on having something clickable in there.
1: Absolutely. So, you know, speaking, it's it's maybe great timing on this because I told Val when we got started that I literally finally put in place. She's doing more of this cleanup manually. I put in yeah. place an automation series that's going through. Well, it's going to start going through and checking for if you've taken a half a dozen different actions mm-hmm. that could any of which besides opening and clicking and visiting my website and doing, you know, other things that that clicking any link in any email, not just the things that were I'm tracking on a, on a individual broadcast email. And it's going to say, okay, if you did any of those things, then we're going to we're going to set this tag and it's going to tell the system that that you're engaged and then it's going to wait and see if you keep doing those things. If so, wow, those are most awesome people and and they get the VIP status and let's make sure we email them more. And if the system doesn't see any of that stuff happening, well, then they're going to get those emails that go, hey, are you still with me? Do we not fit anymore? or you're going to give them that free goodie, you're going to mm-hmm. give them an extra coupon, you're going to do something but the point is for me which I should have done this months ago, it's going to take time for the automation to run and yeah. to see what people are doing. Mm-hmm. I think Val you said that you're you're manually clicking and going through
0: I have, I have, I assume what you put in place. I grabbed the recipes from Active Campaign. There's, you know, Engage One, Engage Two, or something like that. And then there was an email sequence that I set up and then completely tweaked because they had it set up so basic. So I'm definitely going to do a video for that one, you guys. So that's going to go into my Active Campaign workshop. But I couldn't wait. Like all of a sudden, I just got. 100% obsessed with what is my list doing. And then the more I was clicking on everybody, I was just I was there was zero negative to me once I started going through all of my people and seeing who's opening, who's not opening, where they were coming from. I mean, I thought that I would be like depressed about getting rid of all these people and I wasn't at all because I was finding all of these people that have been opening my emails that I've never had any contact with. And to me now I'm going, those are people that now I feel like I want to go into active campaign and I want to go and send them a solo mail. Like, Hey, I have noticed that you've done this, 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 and this. Can we have another conversation? Or, hey, I appreciate you. You've, yes. you've been here with me. Yeah, and- but one-on-one and not even like a mass email. Like like this is a one-on-one conversation is where, where I'm feeling like going through that. So I was excited about doing that, but that's why I started putting people in my re-engagement right away. It was just like, all right, out. Out, well, out, know, Val, bite, Val's the bold
1: out. one. She's the bold one, so she's going <laughs> to take action immediately, and we're all going to learn. And I'm going to methodically figure this out. And you know, it's funny. But I couldn't wait
0: for it. That was my problem. No, I, and I'm sitting here, it like, it's gonna I be seven days, and I went, ah, and, and I couldn't wait
1: any longer because, like, Val, I know, and I've circled the date on my calendar. Yeah. When my email subscription is set to renew, and I'm actually <laughs> looking at all of this yeah. going. I think I'm about to take it and go month to month rather than saving the money to go annually because I'm not sure I'm committed to active campaign in the long haul and that pains me to say it. Right. But right now, I'm committed long enough to work through the, can we get a more targeted and engaged list? Because if I'm going to move people, well, I'm going to move the ones who want to stick with me. Right. And right. because honestly, it's, it's not, It's not a numbers game. I'll say it again. The right people matter more than having lots of people. Yes. And it matters more if those people start to know, like, and trust us, which gets to the other part of our conversation, which is you got to write the damn emails. Yes. Send them to them so that they can know you like you trust you and then Mm -hmm. buy from Mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. But it's hard for all of those things to happen together if your emails are going off into the ether because we aren't targeted. Yeah. You know, and so we each have different paths where we're going to get there and similar motivations. And part of me is, you know, a lot of other stuff's been going on. So for me, the one consistent is I just keep emailing. I keep emailing. I keep writing. And I know some of them are going off into the ether. And I'm trying not to think too much about the pain of that. Yeah. Because for me, I'm like, if I, I that was what was getting stuck in my head. I'm like, oh, I can't send an email out if I wanted to have clicks and I want to track the clicks in the engagement. So I have to go set this thing up. And I'm like, I don't have time to set this thing up. So I'm just oh, going to write no. the email. Oh no. Right. Yep. So, so one time, thing. Not as painful as you think. Val and I are both here to say, like what was on our minds that we thought this was going to be yeah. so, so bad, so hard. So. Right. You know, well, it,
0: it does come to the fact of uh, it, just the same thing of, I mean, social media and anything. Our stupid human brains. Anything negative. We're grabbing. We grab a hold of anything negative, and we're like, "Oh my God, stop! We got to." Instead of looking at the fact that if we scale our list down, if we have a list of five thousand. And we're getting an 11% open rate <laughs> versus having a list of 1,000 with, gosh, I know some people that have smaller lists. I don't know their list numbers for sure. But their open rates are like 60%. Yeah. Because I've it's down it. to people that I've they love. i people
1: getting 40%, you know, 40%. Yes. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's been years since I saw 40% is yeah. an open rate. And that should be a warning bell. Yeah, um, and again, part of that is like, okay, how how is your email system measuring opens? But mm-hmm. still, look at your own trends over time, and if your trends in your software have been going down, mm-hmm. well, you know, we should probably do something about it. Yeah. But again, stupid human brains, and so that's the negativity. And my stupid human brain goes to, you have to get it right. Like, what yeah. if I fudged up? You yeah. know, the automation. What if it's what if it's not working right? What if all of a sudden Everybody on my list goes away. What if everybody starts getting tons of emails all at once? I'm like, okay, stop with the, that's why I have reminders on my desktop that, you know, done is better than perfect. Take Mm -hmm. imperfect action.
0: Well, and And, working through the what ifs, what if your entire list all of a sudden just got wiped out? What if? What if it could happen? What if it did happen? And we were being dumb and didn't have a backup, which nope, I dumb. hope Jennifer goes that, Jennifer goes and did part <laughs> of your thing, everyone. When you're doing your stats at the beginning of the year, also do your backup at the same time of your list. Export. <laughs> yeah, but but it it is one of the things that just start working through the stupid what ifs. And it's like, okay, what's the worst that would happen? The worst that would happen is I'd have to build a list. Again, from scratch. Well, what's going to happen with that? That's going to be the most targeted fucking email list I've ever created in my life if I build it from zero. So I'm, that's I'm not bet. a negative, right? <laughs> no,
1: and I'm also going to bet that you've started from scratch more than once. Vala's had more yeah. than one business. I know this. Yep, you started from scratch more than once. I have yep. burned my email list to the ground. I mean, I won't. Okay, it didn't burn anybody, but you know, <laughs> I wiped it. Yeah. One of the things I did when I moved to Active Campaign more than four years ago is I started over. Yeah. Started with I think 47 or 67 people that list. Right. And so we each we know how to grow. We had it, and yes, collaborations and other people's audiences are the fastest way to grow. Let's Mm -hmm. face it, folks. If all you're doing is sticking your opt-in or your get my new get my newsletter on the homepage of your website truth-telling time here Mm -hmm. nothing's gonna happen nope not unless you've got a boatload of traffic coming to Mm -hmm. your website and people just amazingly love you and want emails from you and yep that's just doesn't happen anymore
0: yeah they had to have fallen instantly in love with you to put the email in there right
1: but yes we know and we can talk about ways to build And I haven't been necessarily actively building in a few months. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's because in my head, I'm like, well, why why just go grabbing numbers when you know that it it isn't, you know, is it isn't targeted as you want? I'd rather talk to more of the people that I'm pretty sure are the right fit for me and who are gonna open things. And I wanna say one other point that I think Val is brilliant at is being Val in her Mm -hmm. emails. And that's part of the whole, don't just build a list, go write the damn emails. Yes. I I, I once did a challenge on this for 30 days. And we're waiting for the other one. And we're we're waiting (laughs)
0: for for 2023's version. We're (laughs) waiting for me to do it
1: again. Uh, I'm still (laughs) waiting to restart 2023. Uh, (laughs) You know, it's to be you. It's like we all think we have to be somebody else in our social media, in our videos, in our emails, and no. Yes. Be you. I'm pretty sure, Val, you've seen more engagement
0: the more you lean into being you is that oh, 150% 200% thousands of percent yes the more authentic i get in my emails the more replies i get to my emails which i love replies to my emails if you're on my list if i ask you a question i want the answer to the question <laughs> that's why i asked it <laughs> yes absolutely I'll
1: also tell you i I love I'll get replies sometimes and because I know there are certain people who do read every email that I send yeah. and they will notice little things and they'll reply back and they're like checking in on this. the other ones that occasionally from time to time, I'll throw absolutely wild stuff in the p s yeah because I know there are people who skim to the p s yeah and sometimes it's a reiteration of an offer, but other times it's like p s there is no p s today. Why are you still down here? Yeah. <laughs> You know, or it's I did that to, with
0: my other site. Yeah, I would do it's that a link time. to
1: a joke. It's it yeah. might even be I might rickroll you. You know, yeah. and I will have people <laughs> who reply, and I know they read because they're they're calling. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, it's like, are you yeah. paying attention? <laughs> and, and it's like if I was worried about trying to be this this super professional, perfect version mm-hmm. of me and my business, I wouldn't do that and. Then I wouldn't be having any fun. Yeah, and I, Val and I are—you know—we're too old for this shit. We're not going to go do this every day (laughs) if we aren't enjoying it. No,
0: yeah. There's yeah. There's nothing to get me on the computer if I'm not going to have fun. And if I and and it was—it's obvious because there's been. I mean, we've talked about a million times. How many times have I tried to be who I thought everybody else wanted me to be? And then I don't do anything. I just circle. I go binge watch Netflix. I go do anything else because I'm like, well, I don't, I, I don't know how to be that person. Obviously, because it's not me. <laughs> that's why? I believe, you know, that's why this yeah. is vowel full volume, right? Right? Because yeah. You're going to
1: get the full vowel. Yeah. Um,
0: I know. One thing also uh, talking about writing the damn emails. One thing setting up the new engagement series. I have to send my emails. I have no choice but to send multiple emails out in a week because I have a seven-day cycle. If I don't email on that seven-day cycle, then I'm instantly putting them into that cycle of they're going to have to be dropped. And that was also like a little butt kicker for me. It's like, oh, okay, there are weeks. It doesn't happen very often, but there are weeks that I just get blah. <laughs> and, I, and maybe I haven't sent something out and now I can't do that at all, period. Which is which is interesting, and it's one reason. So, for
1: example, I set the initial wait time for most recently active to fourteen days. Yeah, because I know I email every Thursday. Yeah, that's the commitment I made to myself that even when I couldn't type because I yeah. broke my freaking arm, I still send emails out. And I generally also email on Mondays or Tuesdays. And I'm mm-hmm. trying to you know email more often than that. It depends, but. I wanted to make sure there was enough time in there that they had gotten at least a couple of emails. Absolutely. To mm-hmm. engage with before it decided, well, maybe they're not recently active, but they're still engaged. Yeah. And because honestly, unlike Val, I can't commit to daily. I've never yeah. wanted to commit to daily. Yeah. Val has so many things to say. She's apparently not going to have a problem with this, but that's Val. And you don't have to be either Val yes. and you don't have to be me. But you need to be you and you need to commit to just bringing you to your emails consistently. Yes. What consistently means for you. But Val's bringing up the point that if her welcomes, if she's going to email frequently, well, then her welcome series or her re engagement series is going to set that expectation.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, I don't email as frequently. So my welcome and my re engagement series won't be quite as tight and confined. Yeah, It's trying to match expectations. Like I've told people when I've coached them through the welcome series writing, don't have this welcome series that goes out in five emails in five days. If you know because of your life, you can only email once every two weeks. Yeah. That's setting everybody up for disappointment and disengagement and mismatches with those people who could be your ideal people. Yeah. I think the other thing that Val is great at, you know, and the whole write your damn emails is that. There seem to be people who are in the camp of, oh my God, selling and making offers in my emails feels like I'm a, I'm a sleazy used car salesman. Or they're like, oh my God, I have to have an offer in every email. Otherwise they'll forget what I do and they'll forget, you know, and I have to have something, mm-hmm. something, somebody's offer somewhere mm-hmm. in every email. And I'm like, okay, ni- those are both extremes. Yeah. You don't have to be at the extreme of those. Mm-hmm. I mean, Val, I mean, how often do you make, Let's say how often do you make offers, you know, and an offer in this case could be, you know, go do something, but it could be.
0: There's always a call to action. Mm -hmm. There's always a call to action, even if it's just answer the question, just hit reply and answer the question. There's always. And for me now, I set it in my template. If I don't have something, my podcast is always in the PS. Absolutely. And that was the easiest thing. Like I didn't. Now I don't even have to think about it. It's like there's always the PS down there, but I always have a call to action in there. And I've been selling a lot more than ever before. And guess what, people? When you sell more in your emails, you make more from your emails. It's really weird. <laughs> well, it, exactly. You shit if they don't know about it. That's so weird.
1: <laughs> I, and Val and I are joking. I'm like. You know, if they people can't buy if they don't know it exists. Which, okay, I've, I've been a little under the radar for for lots of reasons the last few months, and I haven't had a new course or a new workshop or training. But I'm working on two, mm-hmm. and I've been woeful at telling the rest of my community about my membership that's been running for a year now. By the way, if you need techie help, you should be uh-huh. in tech therapy, hang out there. It's a safe space. There is no such thing as a silly question. But have I been, I it's in the emails, but it's not in the emails as often as it could or should. Right. Be. However, I do still send links when I've got an offer for somebody that I'm an affiliate for. If somebody else is mm-hmm. running a course, I'm like, wow, I wish I'd created that course. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad Cindy created it. Please yep. go, 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 yeah. go join.
0: Yeah. Why would we recreate something that we already know somebody we love and re- yeah. respect has it?
1: Yes. And there were 100%. definitely months in the last of the year and there were months when I wasn't teaching and training live. I was doing, you know, rehab and physical therapy where that month's income was was my membership and affiliates. Yeah. You know, I haven't done a lot of one-on-one client work. And that's okay. You know, there's there's other ways to do this. And especially, now I'll also say this. I don't cram multiple, I rarely cram you know, cram, huh? I rarely even put more than one link to an affiliate in a given email. And Mm -hmm. I do see some people doing that where they're like, I'm like, it's a laundry list. I'm Mm -hmm. like, what am I supposed to be paying attention to here? I don't want to call out names because some of these are people that I respect highly, Mm -hmm. but think about it. Your audience can get confused But if I tell you with all truth and honesty and love that, Hey, this is the course I would have created if I was doing it this way, go take so-and-so's course or you know what? So-and-so has a workbook that is absolutely killer you you go go get this yeah yeah you want to write emails better and more often i know whose membership you should be in yeah and it's super cheap you know it's better even than when i run the write your damn emails challenge right that said yes you can make those offers too you can point people to your blog you can point people to your podcast to your videos to your social media back and back and forth yeah give them that action that helps them somehow
0: And I know there was a time where there was a a mindset block for me about doing that to some people because I was thinking of them as the fact that our businesses are so similar that my brain was going, well, I can't send traffic their way. Well, nobody's business is similar. Nobody is training or teaching or doing anything the same, not a single one of us. So if, If I can make money off of those people that wouldn't be a good fit for me anyways, then why the hell not? (laughs) If I can get them the information from the right person for them, then why not? Because now I just became the great person that they're going to check out Mm because they're like, well, who else does she know? Who else is she going to send me to?
1: Absolutely. I'll be the first to tell you that I'm not the best to work on mindset work with, but I'm glad I know several coaches and people who have, they're going to dive in with you on that. Right. That was that was one of them, you know. Yeah. I know I love Cindy Bedar, and Cindy's membership is fantastic. And and I swear to God, it's like if the, if I was going to create new courses every month, mm-hmm. and I wanted to do that, it would look a lot like Cindy's. Yeah, but I don't want to do that. So I'd I maybe, know, right? Exactly. I'd rather just send you to Cindy, and I'm like, yeah. Just, trust me, our brains work alike. <laughs> yeah, you know, we're different but the same. So.
0: Go yeah. take this, go
1: join this. Yeah. And, and I,
0: th- I think what you just said was a big part of it, people, big part of it. If we were going to do something like that, we would absolutely mimic Cindy. I absolutely. And I'll have links to Cindy in here because, you know, we both love Cindy Bidar. But I sure as hell do not want to do a new workshop like she does every month. Oh if she doesn't use PLR, people, no. she creates a new workshop from scratch. Every month.
1: <laughs> and and I'm having trouble getting new workshops done quarterly. Yeah. No, no. it's like, so yeah. a hell of a <laughs> mad respect to, to Cindy and a hell of a mad respect to everybody else who's, you know, who, yeah. who put something out for their members, you know, and every month it's, it's possible. You can do that. But folks, there's, there's so many other things that you can be doing and sharing in your emails and Something that I know was drilled into both Valnair's heads by a former coach, that if you don't email more often, than chances are you probably are now. Val accepted. You're missing opportunities to to build that connection with the people, to build a relationship, Mm -hmm. and yes, to make them offers. If you only email twice a month, and maybe that person only actually sees one of those two emails, Mm -hmm. and you only made the offer in the second email. Well, they've missed it. Yeah, They've missed their opportunity to get the help they needed from you because you were too afraid to burden them or email more often. Whereas if you maybe broke it up and you sent five emails in a month, then you could talk about that offer once in an email, totally just about the offer. You could mention it again in another email that had good value and teaching them something about related to the offer you know, that if you don't email more often, you can't then wonder, why is an email working for me? Mm-hmm. Why is nobody buying? Why is nobody clicking? Well, the answer is,
0: they don't know. Well, and every single email they open, they have to learn who you are again. Because I promise you, they forgot. If you are emailing twice a month, they've forgotten you, period, at the end. That You are nobody. And I'll also say it
1: as somebody who both participates in bundles and giveaways and summits and who consumes them and opts in and part of it's a learning experience to see how they're doing things mm-hmm. every now and then and there are people out there of two camps of like do you nurture them specifically or do you not and you're just they're just part of your community and i'll get like just dropped into the middle of somebody's regular email series yeah. and i'm like remind me again who the heck you are and like wait what are we talking about here uh-huh. like, <laughs> and especially if that email only comes once a week or once every two weeks my goldfish brain has definitely forgotten who you were. And, or if you're the person I opted in to get something that was about, you know, Canva templates. And then the next email I get from you is about legal copy and how to have your privacy policy done. I'm like, huh? Right. (laughs) Or, Or I opted in and I'm like, okay, it was something about social media, but then all the emails I'm getting are about you selling how to how to sell in the DMs. And I'm like, oh no, I wouldn't have signed up for that. What the, what the Who are, right? Right? Who are you? <laughs> so just folks, you know, be, yeah. <laughs> be as transparent and honest as Val here. Be clear about, you know, what, what are you talking about? These are the things yeah. I talk about. It may mean that one of the things you do in your spring cleaning, and I'd written this down. It's going to go out in an email and a social media post this week is you go back and look at your email content. Does especially anything you've automated, and that's maybe been around in your system for a while, does it match who you are right now? Does it match mm-hmm. your message? Does it match your tone? Is it vowel full volume or is it vowel tone down? Yeah. You know, is it pointing to your best favorite? This is the offer I love and I want everybody to know about it.
0: Yeah. You know,
1: it's like, dude, do I have any emails in my system that talk about the membership? I don't know. I know, right? I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> You know, this is something that you probably need to do at least once a year, maybe twice a year or every quarter. Yeah, you agree. Go back and look at that stuff. It's like, I know you you did it. It was such hard work. You wrote them. And the last thing you want to do is for me to tell you to go back and do it again. But you need to look at it with a fresh eye going, does, does this match who I am right now? Yes. Does this match my message? And is this the best way that I can, I can nurture somebody and show them? How they can know, like, and trust me and, and mm-hmm. buy from me. Yeah. More importantly, do you have things for them to buy in those first emails? But that's a separate course. That's
0: a separate I know, course. right? Yeah, it, it definitely is. Because yeah, <laughs> definitely another topic. But I do have to go back through mine because people, as you are in your business, you shift. It's yep. just the natural way everything just goes in a flow and all of a sudden you might get more focused and that's where I am at right now. And I know that my emailing has really slowed down because right now I don't know who I'm talking to. I even have to sit down and like go through my own who the hell am I talking to workshop and (laughs) figure out who the hell am I talking to? Because in the last couple of weeks, things just did this wonderful shift and here we go. But I have to go back and make sure everything's caught up. Because like you said, my welcome series, the tips that I'm giving in my welcome emails are great. They're going to help people still. Yeah. But they're not going to help on the reason that they're probably new and getting on my site now. They're going to be like, what? Because that that's what, two years ago, Val, probably. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. Still relevant, still helpful. But I don't want them going, Ooh, what? <laughs> what? Yes. Absolutely, you know. I also know
1: that, you know, the welcome series that I had, even when I rewrote it, when I joined Active Campaign. Oh Lord, some of them were way too long. Now yeah. I write long emails, but I'm like, oh, right. this is this is no. Um,
0: <laughs> and if Jennifer's saying that, then woo, woo. that must be an um, ebook. <laughs> that's yes, that.
1: exactly. So <laughs>
0: which you could do, you which, could pull it out and make it an ebook. We could.
1: But I think it's, you know, this is just one of those things to look at. It's also one of the reasons why, and I talked about this, that I have emails that go out that are specific to the email gift or the webinar yeah. or the product that give them a little bit of, Hey, here's, here's me. Here's who I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's what I'm about. Here's some ways to get value out of that thing you just got free purchased, whatever. Here's the details. Hey, whatever, you know, and then my system, because I'm trying to be respectful of people, looks and sees, are they new to me? If they're new to me, well, then they need actually the full welcome series that gives them the full, who who the heck is Jennifer and and Mighty Marketing Mojo. Mm -hmm. But if it's somebody like Val, who, or Fran or Claudette, or Karen or Pam, or any of the other people who've been with me from the beginning, and they have everything I've ever done, (laughs) well, I want to be respectful of them and why on earth would I send them through the series that tells them who the hell I am? Mm -hmm. They'll be like, Dude, Jennifer, I know this, (laughs) you know, and that's why, you know, because I've been in other groups and people ask this and the answer is no, I don't send everybody through the exact same welcome series Mm -hmm. for every single gift, offer, product, purchase, course, membership, whatever. Yeah. Only if they are absolutely brand new to my world. And those are the emails that I need to go back and check again. Mm hmm. do do they match where we are right now? And those those especially are the ones that so hard for us to write at first and all the more important, why we need to go back and spring clean them too. Mm -hmm.
0: Well, and it's easier once they're already written. So now it's just tweaking and changing things. We don't have to rewrite the entire thing, which is the beautiful, easy part. So we didn't even talk about the fact that Jennifer was the beautiful coach who helped me set up my active campaign. Now, some of you probably know, but probably not a lot of you. I was in ConvertKit because I had clients that were in ConvertKit. ConvertKit fit my brain. I love ConvertKit. For me, there's two of them, and your brain attaches to one easier than the other. ActiveCampaign absolutely destroyed and blew my brain like absolutely That's I- the opposite way. When
1: I was running a trial of ConvertKit, <laughs> and my brain went, huh? You know, <laughs> so you know. For- <laughs> Isn't folks? There isn't one best magic email software. No, I wish there was. There isn't one best magic email software.
0: No,
1: I can tell you there are some that I won't recommend to anybody.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There's few of them. I'll I'll just name them. the, the, The giant gorilla in the room. And I think there are others that fit certain clients and certain businesses better than others. It needs to be the one that you're going to use. So yes, I appreciate that that Val was willing to change. And even though her brain was broken, but here's the proof in the pudding, Val's hella consistent with her emails. And that's what matters most. You find the system that lets you be consistent. Yeah. And be used.
0: Yep. And the fact, and and this is where I was going with, because she's she's my tech girl. So I I was switching to active campaign specifically because my coach was using active campaign. I knew Jennifer was, you know, people in my circle were using active campaign. Guess what that means, you guys? That means that I could call on people for questions. <laughs> And I did. I mean, like I was throwing my credit card at Jennifer, going, holy yes. crap, get on a coaching call with me right now. I'm done. I've watched every freaking tutorial. I don't watch tutorials, you guys. That's stupid. <laughs> I but, like to know, suffer through amazing. things and learn it myself. But I did it. And I grabbed her instead. And it was the best expense that I expense that I ever did. Coaches, <laughs> you know, we value coaching so much the amount of time and aggravation it saved me by jumping on the calls with her. And she does that with multiple platforms because sure. she's a techie nerd. She loves it. I'm a marketing geek. Val had me embrace the fact that I am a geek. Yeah. I'm proud of it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Cause geek. when we, when we need something and we want to know about it, we can go hit you up because yeah. you have probably looked at it or looked at something at least very similar and not just one you'll have looked right. at three or four, you'll have reviewed a few of them and you know, the ins and outs of them. It sticks in your brain, the ins and outs of the different programs, for
1: some of it, especially for if I've helped a client and they're in a different email system, I, I probably know a little more than I ever wanted to know about, you know, get response or, yeah. you know, at one point FlowDesk. And I'll tell you, I'll be perfectly honest right here that I'm probably going to go run another trial or maybe even purchase mm-hmm. convert kit again, because I need to give it another look because Tech changes, folks, yeah. and as well as I'd love to say that I could stay with the same tool forever. And there are so many things that I still love about about certain tools that are in my my toolkit, including Active Campaign. The one thing, the one truth I seem to know in email is that it, you are going to move software at some point. Yeah, some of us may move more than once, mm-hmm. and it's okay, and it doesn't have to be so painful because. If you choose something, and here's why I do recommend you choose one of the bigger players that has lots of other folks specifically in your niche who are using it, because they're going to know how to give you use cases that your business, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I can't tell you how, you know, an e-commerce or a brick and mortar store should best set up their emails and that maybe they are better off with constant contact or something else. Mm -hmm. Go find the people that are that are coaches, that are authors, that are service providers like you, so that you can be like Val. You can go pick that person's brain and go, hey, help me solve this problem quicker than sifting yeah. than through 40 gazillion knowledge-based tutorials.
0: Yeah, because you, when you don't know what you don't know, that was my problem. I didn't know the, the terminology they used, and I didn't even know how to search for what I wanted to happen. Because I had been, and I agree that you should be looking at other programs because you don't know if you're in the best program for you until you look outside. You don't know if it's the right one for you
1: for right now. Yes. I'll also tell people, look, hey, maybe it makes sense for you to be in mail or light right now so that you can build and become consistent with emails. And then you might make a change to something else. The same way is true for your shopping cart, for, you know, for umpteen different tools that you're Mm -hmm. using. You need to use what's right for you for right now. So you move forward in your business and you're making those sales mm-hmm. and making the people you need to help yeah. and you don't stay stuck. Yeah. That's yeah. that's the platform I've come to be on because Lord knows I used to be like, no, you got to use this tool. Yeah. You got to use this tool. Right. Yeah. I'm still going to tell you some tools are better than others. Mm-hmm. But, but, but you're what, also tell us why. Yeah. So and that I'll we can make you, our own decision. It works differently yeah. In mine.
0: Yeah, it totally worked differently, but I embraced it. I absolutely love ActiveCampaign. If you saw my rants about about it, we can talk <laughs> about it again at another time. I embraced my love of ActiveCampaign again, but I it, it took me a long time to get to ActiveCampaign and leave because I was at Aweber. I was grandfathered in. I don't I was even want to for six years. I don't even want to know what my inclusions were grandfathered in because I was grandfathered in from like the dawn of time. I'd been on so long, and I just. Yeah. Anyways, but it didn't, it didn't grow with me and I was ready to grow. And so that's why I switched. That's why I was looking at ConvertKit and other platforms was because I needed to go higher level. And that was not keeping up back four years ago when I switched. It was definitely not even close to whatever it's doing now.
1: And sometimes it's not even higher level. It's, you know, your business has changed. Your offers have changed the people that you work with may have changed. Your confidence has changed, mm-hmm. you know, and like you said, does that tool fit you and does it allow you to keep growing or is it keeping you stuck? Yeah. I've changed shopping carts. I'm going to change again,
0: mm-hmm. you know,
1: because, you know, where do I want to spend my brain power and time? Yes. And things or learning things Yeah, has changed. Mm-hmm. Change is the only tech, con- tech constant.
0: Yep, absolutely. Better wrap this up. It's been a good long one. Thank I exported you. my list.
1: It yes. took while we were talking.
0: Good. <laughs>
1: Everybody go back up your data. There, that day is coming. World backup day is coming on March 31st. So get on it
0: now. Yeah. Do it now and be ahead of the curve. <laughs> Thanks so much for being here, Jennifer. Thank and I'm all. sure I'm sure we'll talk again on, on another topic. Cause yeah, we can we could can talk about, <laughs> we can talk we about can talk. anything all day. I will have all the information for you to get in, in touch with Jennifer and go grab her opt-in. We'll be honest. We didn't even know what opt-in it is right now. Cause we came to this conversation with like, yeah, we could talk about whatever we want. So, so it'll be down there in the show notes in a more professional manner that my podcast yeah, manager will take care waiting. of. And then you can poke her and say, Hey, remember about that email challenge? Remember about the emails, Pete, please <laughs> go up poker, 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 because I'm waiting for it too. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much, Jennifer. And I appreciate you.